Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast. And this full moon is a very powerful full moon. We are having our second eclipse this month, which is huge. If you all were paying attention, watching the news, around the last eclipse, there were earthquakes, there's more extreme weather, more floods, which a lot of astrologers, including myself, have been talking about, Um, and I don't think that it's done yet, which we'll get into. But being careful, as this full moon eclipse approaches on July 16th, 2019, around 438 Central Standard Time. Things may get a little weird, and sometimes it doesn't happen exactly on the day of the eclipse. The eclipse's energy shadows, so you'll see a few days before, the day of, and a few days after. So being wary, being careful of where you're stepping, being careful of where you're driving, being careful of any type of argument or fight because energy is very sensitive right now. And again, we're going to get into all of this, but let me talk a little bit about the full moon first. The moon is going to be in the sign of Sagittarius, in the very final degrees of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is religious beliefs, tradition, ethical standards, the extent in which you believe your beliefs to be true. Sagittarius can be a little rigid. If they have a belief, that is what they believe is true, and that's the end of it. You can see a lot of people that are extreme with a lot of Sagittarius, and that is extreme for both ways. You may see extreme monks. You may see extreme Ku Klux Klan members. But again, it's the extent in which you follow the belief and uphold it to be true. The nakshatra in which the moon will be in, the more specific area of the sky. So you're looking up at the sky, you see the constellation of Sagittarius. You take that constellation and zoom in to a more specific segment of it, the final degrees of Sagittarius in the nakshatra of Uttara Ashada. Uttara Ashada. This nakshatra is the final victory. It's win-at-all-cost mentality. Victory over evil. This nakshatra is even more ethical, okay? This nakshatra wants to do what is right. It's represented by the tusk of Ganesha, the remover of obstacles, right? Ganesha can break through anything. It is that final victory, There are lots of leaders who have many planets here. And something that is very important to take note of is this nakshatra does not like to lie. It does not like to do anything unethical. A full moon in general is high energy. The moon is receiving as much light from the sun as it possibly can. And the only place to go is actually down. There will be heightened energy. There may be some 
arguments, explosive behavior, people speaking without thinking. Because this is a full moon, it's also a good time to let go of habits, to let go of anything, any habit or thought pattern in your life that's keeping you from the ethical standards that you want to uphold. Is there anything in your life that you do that keeps you from being the person that you want to be, especially in regards to your ethics? So for instance, for example, a good meditation would be to meditate on that and being very honest with yourself. For me, my ethical standards, right, is integrity, practicing what I preach, humility, honesty, loyalty. What in my life is keeping me from upholding these very important aspects of what I hold as ethical standards? And I'm going to give you all a meditation at the end for the moon. And it'll be very potent to focus on these qualities that either you want to cultivate in yourself or maybe they're being clouded by negative thought patterns or negative habits. And really work on manifesting those aspects of yourself and releasing the parts of yourself that are not helpful. That being said, because I'm choosing to give a moon meditation at the end, the moon is sitting with the planets Pluto, K2, and Saturn in the sign of Sagittarius. As we've been discussing, Pluto is a very explosive planet. And Saturn and K2, collect, as a unit, as they move together, is extremely spiritualizing. And in order to spiritualize, you have to take things away. So it's kind of breaking down old thought patterns. It's breaking down old traditions. It's breaking down what is no longer useful, outdated, and creating space for something that is new and innovative. Right across from Sagittarius, uh, Saturn, K2, and Pluto, and the moon for this full moon, is the sun Rahu and Venus. If you see anyone's chart and you see Sun and Rahu together, that has a strong influence on fame and being notorious. When you throw Venus in there, it kind of heightens that, but Venus is also relationships and love. There can be more news around sexuality, relationships, maybe there's something that ex is exposed in the media, again, <laughs> around relationships, sexuality, love. Okay, so be looking out for that. There may be more floods. We have Mars and Mercury together in the sign of Cancer. Mercury, when it moves into the sign of Cancer, our analytical mind is flooded with emotion. We speak from the heart, very charming, very witty, and it can be overwhelming emotionally. It's sitting with the planet Mars. When Mars is in the sign of cancer, it's technically its debilitation point. It can be overly aggressive, 
overly argumentative, saying things without thinking, saying things you don't mean, fighting for no reason. So when you see these two together, again, it can create a lot of arguments, a lot of frustration, a lot of heat, a lot of anger. It's in the water sign of cancer, which can bring more extreme weather involving water. What I want to stress here, especially the moon, this very soft planet sitting in the sign of Sagittarius with all of that extreme energy of K2, Saturn, and Pluto, is that this is a very volatile time. And people may say things they don't mean. They may try to fight with you. They may be aggressive. They may hurt your feelings. And most of the time when people act in a certain way, it is at all, it's not at all a reflection of us. It's more so a reflection of them and their own inner turmoil. The only thing we can control is how we choose to respond. Is it possible to stay grounded in these situations? Is it possible to contemplate others' actions and other words from a place of compassion and love, understanding that right now there is a lot of heightened energy in the night sky affecting everyone, and choosing to override that and responding from a place of compassion, though setting boundaries for yourself. I'm not telling you to let yourself be taken advantage of. Always set boundaries and provide yourself with the respect that you need and also understanding with compassion that this is a pretty heated time and people may be acting in a way that they may not normally act. And I mean, could you imagine that if people in politics would take a moment and respond from a grounded place of love? If we all took responsibility for that, I believe that the world would be a very nice place. And of course, it's a practice None of us are perfect. All of us are going to have moments where we flip our lid (laughs) and return to the lizard brain of survival, right? Tapping back into our patterns and triggers. It's normal. We're human, but it's the practice and reminding yourself of that practice and strengthening your nervous system to the point where you can respond from a place of neutrality while maintaining boundaries. Again, the moon is your mind, your emotional state in this eclipse on July 16th. You may feel things become a little intense. And with Mercury being retrograde, there may be issues with your computer. There may be issues with your car. You may have small accidents. You may have to go back and complete the same thing twice. You may have to redo projects. Make sure to save the things on the internet that you're working on. Okay, so for the meditation, and I I try to keep meditations very simple because you can't see me, (laughs) so this is a very simplified meditation, but it's for the moon, and I encourage you to do this meditation while focusing on those intentions, on your ethical standards, on who you want to become, and maybe what's keeping you from that. What do you have control over? What can you actively release to become the person you want to be and be in alignment with your integrity? Okay, so you'll hold out your hands like a zombie 
Okay, so your arms are extended out in front of you like a zombie. <laughs> Flip your palms up. So now your arms are extended with your palms up. Bring the edges of your pinkies together as if you're holding something. So now your arms are extended, palms up, pinkies together. Bend your elbows so that the palms of your hands are now right in front of your chest facing up. So it's as if you've created a bowl with your hands and now you're holding it in front of your heart as if you're going to receive something sweet. Okay. So you have this bowl, your lunar bowl, and then you're going to chant. Om Chandraya Namaha. Om Chandraya Namaha. And you can chant it up to three or three times being the minimum. I suggest holding this bowl, setting a timer, and chanting for three to 11 minutes. Singing it out. Whenever we chant the names of the planets, because Chandra is actually the moon. So if you've ever heard that word before, maybe um, from India, some people name their daughters Chandra, that's actually being named after the moon. And when you sit and when you chant, Om Chandra Ya Namaha, more than three times, you're essentially telling the moon that you love it, that you adore it, <laughs> that you want to serve it. So this actually comes from the lineage of Kundalini yoga, which uses more meditations and breath work as opposed to physical asana that you'd see in more of a hatha or vinyasa practice. And maybe this is too far out. Maybe you have a different religion and this is just too much and you don't want to chant to the moon. That's fine. You can still observe astrology and not do kundalini yoga. Okay, so do what works for you. Pray to your God. Say your God's name. Um, and I'm by no means saying that the moon is God by any means. Okay, but some people may think that that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> but you can connect with your source of divinity and get back in alignment with your ethical standards for this solar eclipse because it may be tested. Your patience may be tested. Your beliefs may be tested. The person who you want to be may be tested. Being explosive and angry and reactive, I don't think it's something that anyone really wants to be, but it happens, right? So what practices can you integrate to keep yourself cool and grounded and soft? All right, everyone. This is my full moon eclipse forecast. If you have any questions, let me know. You can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. I have a chart calculator now, which is so exciting. It calculates your South and North Indian chart. It's the same thing. It's just a different method of reading. I prefer the North Indian myself, but you can go to innerknowing.yoga, click on the chart tab, scroll down and generate your chart and see what's going on. And so these charts are generated a little bit differently. They have the numbers in the houses. So for instance, number one will be at the top as the rising sign as your first house. Number two will be in the second house, uh, number three in the third house. 
And you'll see a little abbreviation of the sign name. So again, it's a little bit confusing if you've been using other charts, um, but it's pretty, it's fairly easy to read if you're used to reading charts. If you need help, you can email me. Again, I'm not going to give a full-blown lesson via email. If you would like to learn how to begin reading charts, we can set up mentoring sessions, but I can at least help you understand where your rising sign is, where your moon sign is, things like that to help orient you a little bit. And please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is our eclipse forecast, July 16th, 2019. I hope you have a wonderful month and be safe.